0: When looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Well, excuse me! Looking for good ideas for life? You're far from good hands. But bud, what's your problem? If you think the listener is always right, you're far from the right place. Out of order! Even in the future, nothing works! it. a Northeasterner by birth, but a rebel by choice. Are you threatening me? If you want a host that floats between love and madness, and we know the night is always gonna be here anyway.
1: Thinking of you's working on my appetite, looking forward to a little afternoon
0: delight. Then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. All right, guys. Uh, listen, this is blues riff, and B, watch me for the changes, and try and keep up, okay? Creators of this game do understand the subject matter may be offensive to some, but they do honor the families and people that have been affected by these real life tragedies that these individuals have caused. Wanna play a game?
1: Oh yeah!
0: lover of true crime? Yes! 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 Well we got an interesting game for you to check out. Wow! With the mashup of influences such as horror movies, collecting cards, and RPGs What?! Led to giving birth to an incredible creation of this game, Killers the Card Game You are all my children now! This game is a collectible trading card game featuring some of the most infamous killers with tidbits of trivia on the back of each card to help you learn some insight to each criminal.
1: Who the hell are you?
0: Let's not forget, during the game, cops will be chasing you and these criminals. I'm a cop, you idiot! However, check out their website listed through all social media today, which can be found under Killers, the card game. Am I on the internet? I want to play a game. Hey folks, it's your least favorite host in a podcast world, Croc Jonathan Steele. Boy, do we have a good one for you today.
2: Hi, I'm Taylor Borden, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio.
1: The lyrics in my head are telling the same story again. They talk to me when I'm feeling A bit down and out of my own skin
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages This next guest has really realized The music career was a true passion for her And was really a true calling she is an old soul as one would say with a young and charismatic spirit with her writing that is mature well beyond her years her new single is lyrics in my head so let's go ahead and welcome taylor borden taylor how have you been so
2: good thanks for having me finally linking up this is great
0: full disclosure we tried this once before but uh recording salad fishy so here we are again thank you for making time because i know you got a show as a data's taping so let's yeah. get her going yeah. so right. first and foremost lyrics in my head what can you tell me about that song for audiences to be aware of
2: yeah so i just really wanted like a super positive uplifting song because i've always been a very metaphorical writer and more of like the love songs and the slower songs. Um, And so I just needed to change it up a little bit. And that was that song for me. And as I was writing it, I actually came up with a harmonica part first, and then wrote the melody around that. So that was also different for me. Um, Yeah, and that just kind of blossomed with the harmonica. And that is one of the funner songs to play because people enjoy hearing that different sound as well. And then I just made that the title track of the EP.
0: There we go. And when anybody says harmonic, especially with country music, I always think of Clint Black being multi-talented. So why don't we go ahead and insert the song right here?
1: the lyrics in my head are telling the same story again they talk to me when i'm feeling a bit down and out of my own skin I argued back Cause even though I'm fighting myself I still wanna get my way It's not a fight you're gonna win In the end Just listen to the lyrics in your head I haven't been on earth too long But I've been here long enough to feel some hurt I've got good friends to talk but what can you say when you're not in the same boat Then oh, oh. I'm right back to where I started Sitting here broken hearted, thinking it through I've been told I'm to in my head, but that's all that I the truth when you think you're walking the line it's walking all over you you just need the little reminder you got a heart and you gotta go find her sometimes don't beat yourself up it's not a fight you're gonna win Think you're walking the line, it's walking all over you. You just need that little reminder. You got a heart and you gotta go find her sometimes. Don't beat yourself up, it's not a fight you're gonna win in the end. Just listen to the lyrics in your head.
0: So coming out of that lovely new hit, it's it's going to do well on the all the charts that the independent music scene has. So, what has been the response been for this lovely single?
2: Um, I've definitely heard responses with each of them. Um, like I said, like people, I think, really mentioned the fact that that is a more positive faster song for me i feel like it's very like country folk rock like a little bit of everything and so people um love that fun dancy feel to it and just the message behind it of like listen to your heart follow your gut and yeah that's pretty much the response that i've gotten from that so far and it's been really good so
0: Right on. And I know we talked about this before when we tried take one, but things happened. The thing one of the things that I was impressed with with you and doing my homework, because we know everything online is true.
2: <laughs> right. <100%. laughs>
0: yeah. Exactly. So you were part of that age. I was joking with somebody yesterday of your whole life, because obviously I got several years on you age-wise, but you were part of the generation of all you've known is the internet and things like that that been commonplace but anyway in the homework i have done because i don't want to get into that joke again is you attended and graduated from the world-renowned blackbird academy which for those who aren't familiar with it it is founded by recording and live sound engineer john mcbride and his partner in crime and wife some might know in Country Superstar Martina McBride, you have a degree in audio engineering. So what led you to not only go to school, but focus on the audio engineering side of things?
2: Yeah, well, I I was never big on school in the first place. Like When I graduated high school, that was the last thing I wanted to do. I was like, I just want to be done. I don't really have anything else that i want to do other than play and write songs and perform and all that stuff and once i got to thinking i was like the only thing i would want to try out and like get the feel for is audio engineering because it does go hand in hand with music and helping me to track demos and everything that i need in between there and it was only a 6 month trade school if i went i was like i'm not going for the four years not doing the whole thing i just want to get out there and play my songs and do all that fun stuff so i found that school and i also wanted a good reason to move to nashville because it was going to happen eventually and so i was like great i'm just going to go to school get the feel for it see how it goes and then i just stuck around after
0: well obviously with unless you're a uh Behind-the-scenes nerd like me in certain aspects. Nerd! I I joke when I say that, folks, but it's true. (laughs) But one would think, oh, let me go to the school because I might see Martina around because it found it with her and her husband. But also, the nerd side of me would say, well, I want to get close to John from the production standpoint. Because, like I said, he's been a
2: recording
0: and live sound engineer he is one of the best at what he does. He's one of the best that does what he does on that side of the soundboard. So what do you think that having that kind of relationship and whatnot, going to that school, does that help or hurt your uh, music career besides getting the degree from them?
2: Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I think that would cross anyone's mind. Like, I definitely thought of that. I was like, how cool is it to meet John and know that Martina could be there too. I unfortunately never seen her, never met her. Um, But I feel like there's so many students that go through there and so many people that work there that it's really hard to form a relationship like that and keep it going. Um, Because like, if I went back, to the school today and wanted to talk to John they'd probably be like get out like they would they would they would know um so really I formed the relationship with like my mentors and my teachers and we just kind of seen John for probably not even half of it just a month or so or two um but yeah it's still cool to have that in the back of your mind and get that deep into the production and engineering side with somebody like that.
0: Nice. Now, on a musical standpoint, from what I understand, because of this whole interweb thing, you got your first guitar at 12, and it helped provide a certain confidence and determination in pursuing your dreams. So there is so much that goes on with people when they're 12, 13, 14 years old. So what was it about getting that guitar at 12 that really gave you a certain confidence? Because, you know, there's just so much that goes on with people at that age and stage and whatnot. So,
2: yeah, I was going to say, like, that's definitely an age where you start trying new things, seeing what you like and everything. And at that point. I don't know. I just didn't like anything else. And I always was drawn to writing and singing and I was always super shy and I still am. And having the guitar with me is like a kind of like a cushion of like, okay, this is your partner in crime right now while you're out on stage singing these songs. Cause I do still get nervous sometimes. And I think that was the big turning point for me was, Ooh, I can get a guitar and learn it and, add that to the talent that I found with my writing and my singing. And that's just I just woke up one day and ran to my parents and I was like, I need a guitar like now. <laughs> that's how that started.
0: And I'm guessing uh and I don't know. We've only communicate for because of the music thing, but I'm guessing you are a daddy's girl and he ran out and got you the guitar right away.
2: Definitely more of a daddy's girl, but.
0: Well, he was parents, probably, yes. And mom's like, what are you doing? You know what I mean?
2: Right. My mom was the one to be like, now if we buy you this, are you going to play it? I'm like, but they're both so supportive that yeah. they still didn't really question it. They're like, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. So,
0: so obviously I mentioned in the introduction about having an old soul, but still had the young charismatics spirit uh why do you think that is and combine that with there was a family trip to nashville at like fourteen, fifteen, where you got to visit the grand old opry which is a very it's like and i'm not a religious person but it's like church for music in terms of uh the great you know i don't yeah. need to say no more about grand old opry
2: yeah Right, um, I don't even know where to start with that. like
0: i I know it's steep. it makes you think a little bit,
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I guess rephrase that and then I'll
0: okay, I'll show like, okay, let me the, try. The, I feel way. like
2: there's so many angles I want to go.
0: <laughs> okay, so let let's we'll separate this then uh, okay. to make it a little easier. We'll start with that visit to Nashville and attending a show with the Grand Old Opry. Who did you see and what was it? (laughs) Because like I said, there's a certain church-like feel to the Opry because of the history and everything. Who did you see and what kind of inspiration did you pull from that?
2: Yeah, um, I mean, I've definitely always had some sort of inspiration to like the old traditional country sound vibe and i seen craig morgan and vince gill and i mean I vince, vince gill himself like
0: you get it and <laughs> I, I, nothing against craig morgan i've i like his stuff but when you say vince gill vince yeah. gill is he's one of those like if you put him and i hate doing it but he's one of those mount rushmore people you would throw on there from not just country but music in general
2: yeah and I this is the crazy part that people are like that's so weird but I've never go to like concerts that often like I'm more of a I'd rather be on stage not in a crowd type of person so I get it. so the few like concerts that I've been to were just like were good times but they were like never anything special you know so going And sitting in that special place with my family and things at such a young age in a city that I didn't know I was going to end up living in, to see Vince Gill was really cool. And, yeah, that was a good push for that inspiration for sure.
0: So we'll go to the other half of this and what I was trying to get and maybe didn't come across well with. But what is it you have? You're still young in spirit, both Number-wise, with your age and all, but you have the old soul side to you. Is that something that you were, like, family realized early on? Oh, Taylor is definitely an old soul. They know this from when you're in diapers to now, or is this... How do you explain that, being a mixture of the young and charismatic and the old soul?
2: Yeah, I feel like as I got older, I kind of turned more into it, I guess um i i don't know i always hung out with obviously like my friends and like people my age in school but but not often like i wasn't one to like go do a lot of sports and go do like sleepovers and i was always so focused on playing and i would come home from school i didn't want to go out and hang out with anybody i wanted to go and practice my songs and get ready for my shows and i would always bring my parents along and At that point in time, like I'm 15 or 16 going out to bars and my main audience obviously is the older crowd because no one my age would have been in there anyway. And so I would do all the traditional songs like Patsy Cline, Loretta Lynn, and that would draw them in. So I feel like as I kept going with that, I was always surrounded by an older audience and... I think that's kind of where that stemmed from.
0: And I want to throw in too, and it's the vibe I've gotten, is a singer songwriter in Roy McKenna. You get that vibe a little bit too. So and now I know I'm going inside baseball folks, but that's what I do. But being a singer songwriter and starting from you know that 12, 13, 14 year old, you know, at age group to where we sit today on in november 2023 how has your songwriting evolved as you've grown up and matured and just you know from like i said those early teenage years to where we sit currently here
2: yeah i mean obviously like i've just experienced more and have seen more and heard more stories of other people and i'm to the age where I do have my friends that are married and having kids and then the other half that are doing the exact opposite and I'll do another thing and don't want any part of it. So I kind of take both perspectives of just life and stories and just even inspiration from my friends and stuff like that. And I feel like my writing kind of matured as I did, which is really cool to let out. And yeah.
0: Well, that's interesting. You bring that about some friends are this direction, some are this direction, you know, marriage, kids, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Do you feel pressure from either side to maybe I should be looking at a relationship and possibly having kids or going this other direction? Do you feel tug and pull from either side on how you should be living your life, even though you, you seem yeah. very happy with what you're doing?
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, some days I can wake up and be super content with what I'm doing and happy and just want to be focused on my career and playing and going out and not having that responsibility of someone else and a kid or something like that. Um, And then other days I wake up and I'm like, should I be like a little bit further? I know like my mom calls me out sometimes, are you ever going to do this and that? I'm like, mom (laughs) but yeah I definitely always compare myself to that and I'm like what if I wasn't in this career like would I still be living at home would I be married would I have kids you know so I do think about that and I kind of just have to pull myself back in and say like this is where you're at so obviously this is where you're supposed to be so don't worry about it but I still definitely have the
0: comparison to friends and other people and mom don't wear grandbabies damn it no i tease i i I
2: recently got a cat i was like mom this is this this is as far as it's going
0: yeah exactly because i did the same thing i got cats at at the house just to solve everybody's
2: (laughs) and i'm a a dog person but i was like i'm in a little apartment i need a cat right now
0: (laughs) yeah this is what we're going with you know yeah Yeah. and i'll send you a picture to i got a uh two and a half year old and a eight week old cat so He's laying down. Come here. Yeah, I see you. <laughs> what kind of cat is he's, that?
2: He's slumped out.
0: Yeah, he's laying out on the floor right now as we yeah. talk, folks. But uh, yeah, they're they're quite entertaining, aren't they?
2: Yeah, and you know it's nice to just have a little entertainment to come home to, and you're not just coming home to like emptiness and
0: eight. Hey, you know, was one who has two uh, two and a half year old cat and his eight week old cat at this point. Or no, I'd say two and a half months sorry but it's like they don't give a damn what we do or you know <laughs> the 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 love from a pet is unconditional that's for sure
2: it's a different type of love yes yeah
0: so you know you've had several popular singles you had native or if i was london glove box later my opry and native or native or how do you because I know sometimes people, how do you pronounce that? Because sometimes <laughs> people do.
2: Yeah, I typically just say native.
0: Okay. I wasn't sure. Sometimes people go with the accent and all that other stuff. I sure. don't want to be. Yeah. How do you, what do you see yourself doing next musically? Because uh, let me not add as well, debut single, Give a Damn. Hence why I was saying about Damn a second ago. So. Where do you see yourself going musically from this point forward?
2: That is a great question. So anytime it's like the the end of the year and I'm coming upon like new year, fresh start, I always try to sit back and think about like, this is what I did this year. I've met this goal. What do I want to focus on next year? And I kind of, I guess I just go kind of year by year and then break it down month by month. Um, But I do have a bunch of songs that I could track and put out. But I'm like, I don't know. I kind of want to do something different. I don't know if I want to do more of a focus on, like, cover songs or something like that. I thought about even doing, like, more of a Patsy Cline or um, Loretta Lynn um, tribute sort of thing. and, And, like, take a break on my writing and my songs. So I don't know. I definitely want to do something different though. So we'll see what, what I stumble into.
0: Funny, we, when we don't have a game plan, something usually happens for the good. Most of Bro- the time.
2: Yeah. And I'm like, you know, one day I'll just wake up and get a brilliant idea.
0: Yeah. So, just one of those. I'm just,
2: I'm just hoping on that.
0: <laughs> I'm just, and it, and it usually happens to me. I don't know about you, and I Maybe I'm throwing myself under the bus or whatever here because doing this kind of thing and this form of entertainment for folks and all. I'm always, and I'm sure it's the same way as a singer songwriter that you always have to have a pen and paper nearby or these little gadgets now with the phones where voice memos and yeah, you know I mean, you always had, ha- I have to have something in reach It's something yeah. like some light bulb decides to go off once in a while in my, uh, Circus monkey head of mine. I don't know. That's another dig at myself. I don't know why I do that today. But the, of course, the most creative ideas come from when I'm in the shower, and I can't have that form to my phone or paper. You know, to take notes. Yeah. So, yeah. do do you find yourself? And the cat has joined us from the floor. Yes. On the floor, which is nice.
2: Hi, Lola.
0: Hi, Lola. <laughs> so with that whole how we're wired differently, the ADHD or whatever you want to call it, yeah. yeah like I said, how is there certain times that you find yourself trying to sit down and be creative as a writer, or do you, is it just like I said with me where it's just, it comes at the yeah, oddest times?
2: Yeah, no, I can't. That's my thing with co-writes. Like Nashville is a town of meet people, schedule co-write, do it a certain day and time. I can't do that. I can't just schedule the time. Like I could be getting ready for bed and I'm like, "Oh, wait, hold on. I thought of this or driving down the road. And I think of something some days I feel more creative than others. The one day, like a week or so ago, I got an idea and I was like, just got in the shower and I was like, keep singing it, keep singing it. And I was like, this is so good. I can't forget it. So I got out water's everywhere and just to type it in my phone (laughs)
0: like so you didn't lose it you know
2: (laughs) yeah i was like this this needs to be written down so
0: yeah and she wasn't probably coming up with because that would be copyright infringement when she got out of the shower folks she wasn't uh rewriting rubber ducky from sesame street so Right, no, this. is... A- i I'm, right. I'm being a smartass on the video. That's really so.
2: like,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Robert, uh, yeah, I'm doing my best, Bert and Ernie on, on videos. We chat, folks. Yeah, Robert up. Uh, All right, I, I don't feel like getting sued by Sesame Street for stealing a song, <laughs> but yeah. But did you? Uh, were you able to get that down now? To type it in, to I did. Save if- good.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All uh, not complete yet, no, but. We got like a good little chorus out of it. So
0: there you go. Uh, last question for you. I know you are going to a show after we get off this video chat and interview. So what's the live performance schedule look like for rest of the year for you?
2: Um, Some weeks are busier than others. I mean, sometimes I have a couple shows a week. Sometimes I have a little break for a week or two. Um, but definitely coming up I definitely have at least one a week Um, I would say probably throughout the end of the year maybe a little break in December to focus on some holiday stuff but I always go home to Ohio um, (laughs) yeah for Christmas stuff and since I'm going to be there for like a week or over a week I was like well I at least need to book something so I reached out to a steel player back home and he's gonna jump on some shows with me when I get there so that'll be really fun and those will be more like two hour like acoustic shows and here I have some full band stuff coming up and a lot of just like the writers rounds that are You know take turns for an hour or so and just do your original song so that's what tonight is tonight will be pretty chill but i'm staying busy
0: that's good to hear busy is good and since you mentioned the writers rounds and stuff and there's a couple people that popped into my head like you independent singer songwriter and stuff that i definitely want to recommend you to but also recommend them to you because they do different forms of the writers rounds but also uh have their own like podcasts and different things like that you know so it's always good to have those different connections and i like connecting folks in the same yeah field but if you guys want to check it out and there will be links to everything taylor we will put her facebook or website you know and obviously they'll have links to our spotify instagram facebook all the interweb stuff but taylor thank you so much for the time and that's for making this work and also good luck with the rest of your year and hope to talk to you again soon
2: yeah thank you so much for having me and it's great to chat This is Jennifer Lyon from Diamonds and Whiskey and you are listening to Crazy Train Radio.